2: listening to Dark Becomes Light with me Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Welcome to my show. Remember each week this is the place you go to when you want to hear the latest when it comes to personal paranormal havoc going upon people's lives. I don't care if it's a ghost a demon, a troll, Bigfoot, Jesus encounters, angel encounters, near-death experiences, and more. There's so much to explore in this world, and it seems like it keeps growing just when I think I have a good understanding. Nope, we go up a new level. Don't forget, go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com, and write me. Go to the contact page tell me what it is that you're experiencing out there. Anything. And the more detail you give, the better, because it helps to paint a picture on exactly what you're experiencing. I don't know how better else to do that. I don't know how to grasp the whole concept of what it is that people are experiencing, unless we take that step forward. I have a website, It's called ParanormalPledge.com. It's to get people to pledge to start sharing their stories, to tap on the shoulder of somebody at work that you're close to or your spouse or another loved one or family member and share. Because, man, these things, especially when it comes to the darker topics, they are placing their bets on us not to figure them out. And I'm telling you, lack of communication is key for them to be successful in that. But I'm telling you, I'm on a mission to be able to let people know if we find the right words, if we find the right way to present these things to people, we don't freak them out. We can have these open conversations. I am telling you, time and time again, I have met people who tell me, you know, I wouldn't believe this stuff was real and till i met you and it's like oh you're pretty normal i'm like great because i don't sit there and try to scare people yeah i might laugh more than most people i might seem casual but you got to remember i grew up in a haunted house it was freaky But I have a big family, a lot of kids, and we'd sit there and discuss these things. We didn't sit there and hold it in because I'm sitting next to the person that experienced it as well. So we talked about it. We watched horror movies as kids because it was therapeutic. This is how I was brought up. Not to hide, not to be ashamed, not to think people will think something weird of me, because we didn't. We thought this was normal. This was something that was happening to us always as far back as I can recall. So that's I'm trying to help people get to that level, get comfortable, be able to talk about it like you do with the weather or what was on the news last night, because it's a reality. The paranormal is normal. And uh, I think the more that we get comfortable, the more that we keep those lines of communication open, the better it will be for all of us, I swear. Because look at it. Even the U.S. government is talking aliens and UFOs. Go figure. Who um inspired them to do that? Just pat yourself on the back, because I did. <laughs> because it's ridiculous. <sighs> so, yeah, there's a lot of shoulders that uh, we stand on when it comes to these topics. Thousands of people, millions of hours, and people who are so driven to get the truth out there. And finally, we got little dribbles of truth, and it's really hard. I know it's really hard to accept some of the information that gets delved and placed out there for us when it comes with an official title. Um, It's hard. I mean, we got to build trust back, right? Uh, Supposedly, there is now a UFO office that's being opened. Um, Yeah. And it's like, you know, do we trust that? I mean, is it our fault to have mistrust? First off, no, no. No, it's not. Um, I think that they earned that mistrust when it comes to the government because they have been dodgy. They have been threatening people. They have been keeping things under wraps. And they're like, it's a matter of national security. Well, every other country has this going on, too. So how is this so secretive? They have to. Respect us to have the intelligence to be able to handle these things, and um, I'm glad that they're following our lead to be more open, mm-hmm. whether it's the truth or not. And you know, some of the researchers out there, how do we know if they're putting out the truth or not? Some of them are on the payroll of, you know, dodgy characters. We we don't know, do we? I know I've met some that are not quite uh, forthright. Let's just put it that way. That's another story. Um, (laughs) But you know what? Um, You know, we're just, we just got to grow. We got to move with it, right? I mean, that's the only way that we can. I have to tell you guys, today is one of my favorite shows. Today, it is all about your emails. Oh, yes, we're going to dive on in. And again, I cover Everything out there. So when it comes to shadow people, hat man, yes, the majority of my emails are about that. But I do get some about near death experiences. I get some about uh, visions, um, end of the world stuff, and oh boy, it, it's been interesting. I could tell you that. But I'm telling you, the second I discovered a named shadow people and hat man, the emails totally. I watched the shift. It went from. Uh, The alien stuff was like 99% of my emails and then I put shadow people and then it became 99% of my emails and I put hat man out there and 99% of my emails. Well, I wouldn't say 99, but it's getting kind of close there now. It has really been an interesting life. I could tell you that. And, um, but you know, there's something first before I dive into these emails I want to talk to you guys about. And it's about the topic of reincarnation, reincarnation it's different from near-death experiences, but I'm finding there are some similarities out there. And maybe I'm just, you know, diving into these topics a little bit more than I used to and came across this more as a surprise, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that dive in deeper than me, of course. Um. So, but I came across uh, something interesting that uh, uh, different research out there, you know, I, have you heard of these people who have had near-death experiences and, and they get, enveloped into this space that is just dark like like nothing's there sometimes they feel alone sometimes they feel like nothing is there and they're there to contemplate their past life if it was traumatic or if they felt like they were a person who would like to isolate themselves and so they'd sit in this dark space and and time is different there that's uh it's It's interesting to me because I came across others who have memories of reincarnating and being in the in-between lifetime being in that same dark space, and some of them were aware of time, some of them knew why they were there, some of them did not, and um it just makes me wonder like is that like a a resting room? Uh, a waiting room, a healing room. But I've heard when it came to the near-death experiencers, it sounded more like it wasn't a pleasant experience. It was a bit scary um, because it was isolating. And then the in-between life folks seem to describe like, I couldn't see anyone, but I didn't feel like I was alone either. And uh, the near-death experience people would say, I was in that dark space, but then somebody came to me and guided me out, and then I got back to this life. So it's puzzling to me that uh, this is an occurrence, and, you know, a lot of us were like, you know, there's a lot of horrible people. That They've met in this lifetime and they're like, gosh, I hope there's a place for them. You know, I hope it's big enough to handle them. Um, okay. Maybe I've just said that. I don't know, <laughs> but, but it, it's, it's, um, it's interesting to me because it didn't seem like people thought of that space, that empty space to be a punishment. Um, it seemed to mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people. And, uh, having known psychics, so long now and some absolutely magnificent psychics, um, and experiences that I've had. Uh, this sounds really strange, I know, but I've actually had the experience on a couple occasions to see like a dwelling of, um, wayward souls. Let's put it that way. It's like, just put it nicely. It's like, was it, a, a Hades type of situation? Uh, yeah. I would say so. And, um, and again, I don't consider myself to be a psychic or anything like that. I think I have, uh, had interesting chances to see these things. Um, I thought it was just bad luck (laughs) at one point. And now I actually do have more answers about why it is I have experienced some of the things I have. And, um, It's a doozy. Let's let's just put it that way. Um, It has been quite a ride these past couple of years, having better understandings. You you know how when you don't go looking for something like you know, I have a casual interest in a lot of things. And I ask a lot of the people that I interview a lot of different questions, especially if it's something I personally have experienced, and they may be an expert in that area. So I've asked a lot of questions over the years. And, you know, I get little trickles, little bits, you know, we all pull these little puzzle pieces together. And we get our definitions for ourselves. And I go, Oh, cool. You know, is that worthy of me putting in a book I don't know maybe you know I might trickle it in there or or I leave something out and in fact I had somebody recently ask me about cattle mutilations and I gave them the answer about uh, the beings that I had contact with what they said in regards to that and they're like well why didn't you put it in the book and I'm like I had a lot to put in that book. You know, it's like I was jumping all over the place, especially that first book. And I was just a college kid um, writing it. So, um, (laughs) But there's a lot of different things that I do come across. And um, the pieces to the puzzle, my personal puzzles that I've come across, it's stuff I wasn't looking for at the time. And it's a strange thing to say when you get found out about something and presented with something and um, shakes up your world. So I get it when people write me and they've experienced something and they're, they're looking for answers. And I never present to be the all-knowing guru. I've just experienced a lot of strange things. Um, and I hope to lend some insight on what it is that... I understand or know or saw or witness for myself or wrote about research and the whole bit. Um, so I, it's always a pleasure that I have this opportunity to do this and uh, I hope it's seen as a, a service of some kind that is uh, helpful and uh, I'm learning, I'm growing just as well as you guys are and one day I'll tell all of this and a lot of people know about this out there because of an interview that I did on Coast but um Yeah, we'll learn more soon. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back.
3: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect.
1: The
0: a perfect home sweet home you're listening to the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network
2: Welcome back you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me Heidi Hollis on the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM paranormal podcast network (laughs) as mentioned today's program is all about your stories your emails and what is going on out there and i always love diving into these things and i'm gonna tell you the truth i generally do not read these in advance i like being surprised and spontaneous with my reactions just as well as you do but sometimes it causes me to improvise when i'm reading these off because sometimes there's swear words in there, just to be honest. Um, sometimes the sentence doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And um, yes, yeah, so I get really interesting. Um, but I wanted to be honest with you guys and why I mentioned something in the last segment. When it comes to uh, a topic that I'm going to delve into at a later stage at some point, I'm always painfully honest. I, I don't know how else to be. I mean, it's how I got to be doing what I am today. Because being honest when it comes to the paranormal is how we grow and learn and realize all these different facets of this. I don't know how uh, others go about their business, um, <laughs> just being honest. Um, I don't think everyone is as honest as as you believe out there, and that's a shame. But uh, we're going to right those wrongs, and you'll be able to pick through the piles as I do. And also, I think it's very important to know what piles to pick. Because not all of it's important. It's not always contributing to know an answer. Uh, a lot of people are like, what about this picture? Is this for real? Well, I already believe in UFOs. So what does it help for me to know if that's one or not? Do um, you get me? Does that make sense? I hope so. Because, uh, And so there's a topic that I haven't discussed and I do get messages every once in a while. Um, and people are like, why not? Uh, Why are you not going into that? Um, following an interview that I had and, uh, I will at some point, I really will. It's, it's a very, very different type of topic that I'm just, uh, I'm just not used to speaking on just yet. So, um, yeah, at some point, Uh, definitely we'll have to do that. And, um, yeah, and I'm sorry to sound cryptic. (laughs) I'm sorry to, to uh, be alluding to something, but, um, it's, it's for a very, very, very good reason because it is, uh, it is, it's beyond anything I could ever even think on or imagine. And, um, and I like being honest and upfront about stuff. So, um, but yeah, I think, um, I think a lot of people will find it interesting, intriguing, mysterious, um, mystical even. So at some point we will go there um, in due time, everything in due time. All right. Well, I want to get to your emails now. And uh, this first one, it says, hello, Heidi. I watched your interview about shadow people on another program and I found your content fascinating and provocative. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure. It's a lot of stuff. Um, Some time ago, I had a couple of friends who drew the attention of these entities. Oh, no, that's not good. I can recall a time when I was in bed, and I woke up and saw a man-like silhouette standing beside me. (laughs) This thing, I supposed, seemed "'to have black smoke swirling around its torso. "'Yuck. "'The smoke coalesced inside this being's chest, "'but it seemed to come from somewhere else. "'The apparition? "'It had no eyes, "'but I felt he was looking at me all the same. "'Is my experience fairly consistent "'with what you have heard from others?' My life has been filled with strange incidents and I was hoping to get more information. Thank you for reading my message and I look forward to hearing more. Ryan. Oh thank you Ryan for taking the time to write me and wow how disturbing that you had friends seeking out these creatures. Um first off, I have had so many people reach out to me asking How do I attract the shadow people or hat man? I want to study him or I want to communicate with them. I want to have this connection. I don't think they're so bad or I just think they need to be delved into personally one on one. I can handle it. (laughs) These things are ancient. Okay. Very, very powerful. So evil and so dark And uh, again, they come across stories that are written online where they say, well, my alien or uh, shadow being or whatever wasn't so bad. You know, they didn't scare me. I know I've mentioned this a million times on this program already, but it attracts other people when they say that. Like, because they weren't scared, others probably won't be either. So people think they can handle it. But I'm telling you, this is a door you do not want to open. Do not entertain the thought of these things. It's not cool, and it's not temporary. You open up that floodgate, and it can be very difficult to close. Um, These types of uh, exorcism-type movies and whatnot, they show, you know, one whack and the demon's out. No, no, no. It's uh, very, very methodical. It's a lot that goes into it. And some of these things have happened for years to exercise a creature, a demon out of a person's life, home, because wherever they move, it'll go with them sometimes, too. So, um, no, you do not want to toy with this thing. You do not want to entertain the thought like, this is okay. I can handle this. I am a powerful witch. Oh, I've had those too. I'm a powerful war- warlock. warlock. Um I'm, I'm really good or I'm good with Jesus. So I'm just gonna, you know, have a little look here. <laughs> like, don't no, just don't. Don't do it. It is not worth it. It is not worth it. Um, you know, and a lot of people say, Well, do you regret looking into the things that you did? And I'm like, Well, no. Um I do feel like I'm protected. I'm not trying to go uh, into the home of the shadow beings and Hatman. Do they come to me? Yeah, they have. But I learned to close the door and keep them out. Now, I never invited them in. I lived in a haunted house, so they came with that. Um, and then there's the other um, past connection to them before I was born and uh it's just it's a strange thing and it's like no i have not had a past life regression done um i have not done a lot of things in those regard some of us just remember things and uh and also different kind of contact that i've had that woke me up to a lot of this and a lot of people they're like huh tell me more it's a lot so i just always refer people to my first book called the secret war when it comes to that topic and um it's it's so deep and um i don't know how to briefly inform people except to say run don't walk and don't look at <laughs> these things if you can look away look away um so yeah it's it's really um really disturbing stuff now ryan you asked about this smoke around hatman i'm assuming it was hatman um he didn't mention a hat, but he doesn't always wear a hat. Uh, He doesn't always wear the same exact outfit, but that ominous feeling, um, the black shadowy feel around him or smoke around him, it is something that I have heard of. Um, To say that is absolutely typical, to have smoke around him, no. Swirling at his torso, no, that's not as common. But yes, I have had others write me about that. And when they do, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a interesting thing, because I don't get it a ton. I don't get a ton of people writing about that. But when I do, it's, it's, uh, it brings about this whole different feel to me about why he was there. And I don't know exactly why that is. Um, because it almost seems mechanical, When there's smoke around, you know, swirling. Now, when you said that this smoke went into his chest, that I have not heard of. Um, I have heard of the smokiness around him, but to be swirling around in his chest no, I haven't had anybody write about that, that I recall. I get, I've literally have had thousands of these stories sent to me over the years. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's quite a, quite a lot to juggle. And, um, quite a lot to remember, too. And, and I, I I love the people that write me. And they're just like, do you remember I wrote you five years ago about this, this and that? I want to say thank you for helping me. And I'm, like, I'm so touched. And I really love to hear back from people about how uh, things went for them. Because I often, uh, well, I'll, I'll write people online, you know, and social media. And, and uh, I'm like, well, this is what you do. And, and, you know, let me know how it goes. And oftentimes, I I don't hear back. And I I just assume, well, things must be good now, right? Because if there's a problem, uh, they would continue asking or, or, or sharing their story. And uh, it's just like doctors will say, you know, don't look up those horror stories online of uh, an illness or a treatment that was done because those are the angry ones. Those are the ones that didn't work for Uh, whatever the procedure was or the medication, the success stories are done and moving on with their lives. So they're not, uh, they're not sitting there dwelling on it, which makes sense, right? It does make sense. So, uh, even when it comes to that type of thing, because my background is in the medical field, like I like to uh, expose the positive. So please, if there's some suggestion or something that is being said, do reach back. Let me know. How is it going? Because it helps. It helps to know. Um, I have had a lot, of course, that have reached back and um, it's really helpful for me and, and others Um but you've said that your life is filled with strange incidents ryan and that doesn't surprise me because when somebody like yourself has witnessed hat man or a dark smoky figure like this which i'm sure was hat man uh he really likes to take a look at those who are talented or gifted to be able to see such things so not surprising that you've had other things happen to you um a lot of people are like, I'm confused, what do you mean? And uh, he likes to keep that eye on that person because those are the type of people he doesn't like wandering the earth. <laughs> because we kind of act as a warning system for those who cannot see and a defense system to push them on out. So I tell people take it as a compliment, but if he keeps coming around, there's a problem. He's found a leak and he's trying to work on it and kick the door down. So build up those uh those levels of defense. All right, Ryan, uh, I hope that was helpful to you. You guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We will be right back.
3: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
1: The
2: Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Today is all about your emails, your stories, your experiences, your research, your thoughts, comments, comments. anything and everything out of the ordinary remember go to my main website which is heidihollis.com. tell me what it is that you're experiencing or what it is that you'd like to uh share here on this program and you are always welcome to be a guest just let me know that all right i'm getting to the next email this one also says hello heidi that's me um (laughs) i would like to make contact with you in regards to what i term as shadow creepers I saw it several months after I was witness to the use of advanced technology entering my bedroom. Hmm. This technology presented in three different phases. A white beam entering my window at approximately 60 degrees, and it had four columns within. Cylindrical apparatus formed from the base of the beam approximately two feet in width. Six feet in length. Thin red, white, and aqua beams were in the center, and it was filled with dark aqua particles whizzing within. Hmm. Oh, this, is, this is interesting. Cylinder was jolting slightly up and down, appeared to be a gray, puffy cloud-shaped formation on top of the cylinder. I'm trying to hold this image in my head. Hmm, okay. A column formed around six feet from the end of the cylinder at 45 degrees with an orb formation at the tip. A bright white fluid-like substance appeared in a teardrop formation and expanded along the right side of the orb. As this occurred, I observed that the column and orb were made from the aqua particles meshed together. Hmm, okay, okay, okay. The column retracted back, and the cylinder into the beam, and the beam retracted back out the window within a second. Thirty seconds later, a beam re-entered, this time the white fluid expanded further before exiting. Oh, this is really detailed. Okay. I'm still trying to hold this in my head. This is this is really complicated and and very neat. Okay. To deter this from reoccurring, I started using a blue nightlight after about a month of having a lamp on. Hey, I don't blame you. Uh, Light helps to shed light on the subject of anything coming around that you didn't personally invite. So I get it. Um, There's no shame. I keep a light of some sort within reach or within view so I can spot out if something's a knocking. I'm like, oh, I know. I know what you are. Get out. (laughs) Okay. I was having issues with ceasing breathing while trying to go to sleep numerous times, It felt as though I was about to expire. Mmm, okay. This happened for a couple of months, and I started lying on my back to see if this would help. I would look at the ceiling most nights, several times before sleeping. One night, I saw a small, spectral-colored, prism-shaped object glide along the ceiling. I watched it for several seconds before turning the light on. I was greatly unnerved by this, even though it seemed minor in comparison to the other incident. About a week later, I saw a thick, shadow-like stick figure with four legs, ooh, and torso, walking along the ceiling. Ooh, I was just thinking nasty, ugh. Anything that's got too many legs, I just don't like. Um, I shouldn't say that. I like animals. Um, but it's like creeping along the ceiling. I cannot help but to think of spiders. Shadow spiders, my worst enemy. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm continuing here. All right, along the ceiling. It reminded me of a cat with no tail. Huh, okay. I could see it clearly due to the blue light illuminating the ceiling. I changed rooms. I don't blame you. A couple of months later, I was laying on top of the bed, almost asleep. Almost felt like I was in between, like woken in a dream state. When I opened my eyes, I saw a light gray, oh, here we go. Light gray spider formation with eight semi-thick legs. Didn't I say shadow spiders? I did. See, this is why, this is why I like not to read these in advance, because I have the heebie-jeebies right now. I don't know about you guys, but spiders and many legs. I just knew, just knew. Okay. Um, I stood up in this pseudo dream state, raised my open hand at it to attack it, I presume. White speckled sparks formed all around it. It then felt like it went straight for my face and head and received a painful headache. Oh man. I then sat up, turned the light on, and this headache continued. Oh boy, the nightmare continued. Following this, I typed in, quote, shadow creepers and came across your website, shadowfolks.com. To my amazement, I saw reference made to cat and shadow spiders, yep, and other sentient beings and knew straight away that you were legit. Well, hey, all right, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I have had other not so pleasant encounters since and wish to make contact. I have more information to share about other sentience encounters over the years, all different experiences. Warm regards, Damien. Wow, Damien. Well, I want to thank you for such a wonderfully detailed email. That's so very helpful in these types of situations because um, this is something that's really, really in depth that that occurred to you. Now, Damien, I don't know how far that you read along in my website. I discuss a lot of different elements and the connections between what you mention here. So. This odd apparatus. I mean, I'm sure it was puzzling. Like, how is this connected to anything? Well, I have always from day one connected shadow people in all the different forms they come in, even to Hat Man, uh, from the head and shoulder shadow to the shadow cats, shadow rodents, shadow spiders, shadow cloud, uh, shadow streaks. I mean, you name it. I have connected all of them to the UFO alien phenomenon. Um, there's a lot of reasoning behind that, and I'll tell you a little bit about it here. Um, but that apparatus that you described, I I haven't exactly heard anything that was exact like that. I have heard of people describe different apparatuses that have entered their homes, and um, it's not quite understood why it was there. It's not quite understood the purpose, um, except for perhaps probing, checking out the place, checking you out, testing the air quality. I don't know. The laundry situation. I don't know. Um, (laughs) We just don't know. I mean, what are they poking around about? For me, uh, they sent in grays that were going through my house like crazy. And they woke me up. And I got up to think that somebody had broken into the house. And no, no, no. Just about nine little greys who were terrified. I was around conscious interrogating them, asking what the heck they were doing there. And um, not getting answers and got a little frazzled with them. And uh, yeah, I kind of picked one up. But anyways, I mean, again, you know, a lot of people are like, well, no wonder the aliens are afraid of us because we're a violent race. It wasn't that. It was more my being, uh, thinking somebody had broken. I was in a flight or fight for my life. And um, I was not violent on the kid. It was a kid, by the way. It was a a hybrid looking thing. And uh, I was like, you know, who are you and what are you doing here? I'm like, you know, shaking it and asking it questions. And and um, the other beings were lying or frozen in place. And it was just a really confusing time. It's, it's weird when you have these moments like that. And I'm not a person to panic or anything like that. But it was definitely a traumatic event. And I felt like I needed to figure it out or get the heck out of there. <laughs> and uh, so you know, I, I had to, uh, I did what came first and, and asked the questions and did what I had to do. Now, in your situation, you had these things crawling on your ceiling and it it sounded like a praying mantis type of thing that you were talking about, but it turned out to be a shadow cat. Those things used to also be around me so much. Um, but they are connected to the aliens checking you out and probing your place. Why would they do this? Well, They want to control who you are, whatever your potential is. You must be a person who's able to see and experience things that a lot of people cannot. And uh, they do like to move on in, control that, keep that under wraps, keep a, a light on that subject so you are not helping to guide others to realize the reality that we're in is not what we think it is so yeah no these beings are not there to be kind or anything like that and then the shadow spiders i mean just throw me a rope to get out of the room because that is one of the scariest things to see those guys I, i could not stand them those are the ones i've seen the most of so i'm sorry you had to experience what you did and you said you want to talk to me in regards to what it is that you've experienced i tell everybody Find me on social media, usually at one Heidi Hollis for Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Send me a message. Tell me what's going on. We could chat there. Um, I don't usually jump on a call. I do get a lot of people <laughs> that ask that and i'm like oh man there aren't enough hours in the day but um i wish i could but definitely uh tell me what's on your mind or even email me back uh heidihollis at gmail.com or go to uh heidihollis.com uh, and uh, we can chat there damien i really appreciate you taking the time to write me here and uh, we're gonna get to our next break you guys you are listening to dark Becomes Light. With me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We have you great.
3: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
0: perfect home sweet home Hey it's George Norrie and thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network Here we go with more Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis
2: Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Just before the break, we had a very interesting email from Damien who had witnessed something that was obviously alien, some kind of really funky technology that I personally have not heard of. Um, I've heard of inner workings of like orb looking contraptions floating through neighborhoods and odd things like that uh, coming into a person's home, different types of probes, and all of that kind of jazz. And connecting the dots to say that these things when you started seeing these uh, shadow cats and um, other things that you called uh, shadow creepers and the shadow spiders in your home. I mean, it just goes to show there's a pattern. And um, a lot of people are like, it just doesn't make sense. You say they walk through walls and, and they paralyze me. I'm like, guess what? Aliens do that too um and it's like well maybe these are just because they're in another dimension they're just another type of alien that could do this or that and it's like well yeah they've got alien ties and uh, they are from other dimensions and they do invade other planets in our system and beyond um it sounds so strange but how many millions of planets are out there and uh and why would these things infiltrate the way that they do there are so many answers to that and um We're all trying to help contribute to the answers, and um, I'm telling you, it is a work in progress, and uh, all we can do is tell our stories, right? And um, I've learned over the years that sometimes, you know, everybody's an individual, right? We all have our experiences and our understandings and our perspective. I mean, for crying out loud, I have stood in a crowd of about 50 people to see a UFO meet with another very unique UFO in the same sky right above us. And uh, it it was diamond shaped. And I saw one color and one shape and the person next to me saw another color and another shape. I mean, just amazing the perspective of people that could be in the same space. Uh, Just like when they say, when you witness uh, a crime people pay attention to different details, or they remember different things, or, you know, our perspectives are different for a reason. And we all contribute to the puzzle. I mean, for witness the crime, we'll all piece that puzzle together and uh, (laughs) catch the guy, you know, I saw his shoes were blue. Well, I saw that his hair was red, you know, it's so many contributing factors that, um, I think are wonderful that we're able to do. And, uh, Everybody, everybody is so worried about, well, you know, that person thinks they're special, their ego is so big, and they're saying this, that this is their experience, and they're so much better or unique than the next one. And um, I have seen a lot of ego out there in the world, and uh, the paranormal and UFO world is no different. Okay, you're gonna have uh, your scientists even that are competitive um you're gonna have your uh professors your all sorts of people i mean they all have this competitive streak a lot of people do i'm not a competitive person (laughs) i never have been i could care less like oh i beat you in the race like oh that's funny that's great all right good for you i i just i'm not competitive like that um my thing that drives me is to try to inform people. I think that it's a, it's a privilege and an honor to be able to help. Um, so when I say what I'm going to say next, when it comes to experiences, um, why I wrote my first book while I was in college is because I couldn't find any information on what it is I had experienced. And then uh, a lot of messages came my way. Uh, by way of some of the experiences I was having when it came to alien contact (laughs) um, and witnessing angelic things and then Jesus encounters. I know, I know, I know what it sounds like. I'm a therapist, I get it, (laughs) you know, and it's like, all I could do was be honest about it. And I'm glad that the things trickled in the way that they did because it's like, okay, handle the haunted house. okay now we're gonna handle uh, some demonic stuff okay here we go um okay now we're gonna give you a little dash of alien oh okay all right okay put that on the plate i got enough plates uh, okay we're good um all right here's some jesus <laughs> it's like hold on i had left that <laughs> i'd left that that uh biblical historical figure uh you know topic for being the 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 center point you know growing up it that was you know something that was instilled in me and my siblings you know um I believed in God. I kept that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you trickled that in and then some angelic stuff and and then some creatures and then, Oh my gosh, Bigfoot. And I've experienced a lot of things. Okay. And, um, I always just thought, you know, bad luck, uh, strange, strange stuff. It's like, oh, uh, other psychics would say, oh, you're a medium. I don't have a title for any of this. I mean, I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm a Midwest girl. You know, I'm just, I just saw it. Okay. You know, I might put in a book if I have space. <laughs> if it comes to mind, because there's so many things. I I, I literally started forgetting some of the things. Um, Like, I, apparently, I had a dream of the World Trade Center, um, with the crash with the airplanes. And I told my friends, and I I hadn't seen them for years. I go to see them like, Oh my gosh, your, your dream, your dream. I'm like, what? It's like, it was right. I totally forgot, totally forgot about it. So, um, some of the experiences that I've had, and they're so widespread, I had to be, uh, open and honest with myself that, okay, something's going on here. Something's different. I don't know what it is. And, uh, I can't, always put it in a box, but I could put it in a book and I could talk about it with my friends and family and you guys and hope that it helps. But you know, sometimes, sometimes, um, you know, when you take these steps forward and you put information out there and somebody might grab it and try to distort it. And that's dismaying. So it could be really, really uh, detracting from the message you're hoping to put out there. But my whole thing in mentioning this right now is, uh, you know, when people have, like, past life or something, it, it, they're always a prince, a king, a princess, I don't know. I mean, nobody cleaned the floors of a bathroom. You know, nobody was... Uh, the guy that fed the horses, you know, it's just always something significant. And I was a brave warrior, you know, I was a samurai king. Okay. You know, um, so it's like, I get it, you know, it could look like ego with that. So it's really, really something I tried to avoid to talk about that type of thing too, because, I've been around this for a long enough time to know that even for me, it turns my stomach when I just see these patterns. So, um, you know, I know what I know and, and I want people to be confident in what they know to be true for themselves. Uh, I've had people more recently say, why have I, for themselves, why have I remembered this was a past life? You know, what's the significance how can i make this helpful to contribute to this lifetime now one of the things that i was taught and some of the alien contact i had and it wasn't with grays i wasn't abducted i didn't have any of that stuff i always have to say that cuz people say oh alien abductee no i oh, no um <laughs> but uh i was told that um this lifetime is an accumulation of many lifetimes and many lessons and it's not about learning right here, always, yes, we learn, of course, as we move along. But it's also about remembering all those little bits that make us who we are today. So if it was a past life, a past teaching, past schooling, because that's something that I've experienced quite a bit, is uh, being schooled on the other side. Go figure. Where is that place at? You know, I've asked uh, other people too. That say, well, I was taught in a classroom, it felt like, it's like, oh, a classroom, you know, how was it for you? For me, it was quite different. Um, and I try to find others that have experienced some of these things. And sometimes, you know, I'm hesitant to mention it because I've learned that these are. Things that uh, a handful of people are looking information for, first off. Um, <laughs> Is that weird? Um, yeah, I did not know that until these past couple of years, to be honest. Um, and then I've also learned that some people will make it them their own. You know, like, oh, that was me. I had that exact same thing. Um, I, I shared something once with a researcher. You know, it's like, oh, tell me your story about da-da-da. Oh, well, I don't talk about this part much, but... Um, I shared it. And I kid you not, didn't talk to that researcher for maybe a year. Next thing I know, they're telling me my story back to me as if it happened to them. Not kidding. Not kidding. So it's like, uh, you didn't tell me that when we spoke. Suddenly it's, you were there too, huh? exact same thing. That's really, really interesting. You know, it's like hard to take that seriously and and then then to know and that's a reputable quote-unquote reputable person in the field and i'm like oh my how often do they do that you know it it distorts the information out in the field because if there's enough people repeating the same story well one of them's got to be a phony right um so that's a shame so i hope that doesn't deter people from speaking out i know it has for myself at times and um I understand the fears of this because it, it's happened to me and it's happened to me on a grand scale. Hello, shadow people, hat man, people think I came up with that following something else. I'd never heard of it before. Are you kidding me? I was in college and I was in a really difficult program. I didn't have time to look at other people's stuff um you know and people say well when i was a kid i called them shadow people too well great uh you know I'm aw- that's awesome it does happen <laughs> you know um i just took the extra step and uh stepped out of my comfort zone i was very shy and uh you know had to speak my truth and um and i hope everybody learns to speak their truth out there and believe it or not i had another email i wanted to share but felt this was important to discuss here on the show because I think there's a time of change coming and I think it's very important that we find our strength within us and uh, point others in the direction, put a little trickle of information out there that helps another and we'll really get somewhere and be prepared for what's to come. Never doubt the human potential. All right, you guys. Don't forget to go to my main website, HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com. Write me. Tell me what's going on out there or tell me who you'd like to have on this program. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye.